There it is. <laughs> the golden egg. Go to good. <laughs> we can't. If we're not fired at the end of this show, I don't know what. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Autumn's Time, sis. Is that supposed to be says, or is that part of her name? Cool. Thank you to Autumn's Time. What? The f- what? Autumn's Time, says. Thank you to Autumn's Time. She says, I'm not a mother, but I'm an aunt of many and a huge fan of both of these ladies, especially Tiffany. They are honest and straightforward about everything. It's super refreshing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, that. That's very sweet. Thank you. We are so stoked about the amount of reviews that we've gotten, especially the good ones. Um, Please be sure to leave us a review along with five stars. Okay, Siri, why do you sound like Siri suddenly? Please be sure to leave us a review. Because I want people to leave us a review. Yeah, they should. Yeah. They, they should leave reviews. And um, also, how many millions of uh, downloads do we have now? Are we close to one million? We're approaching. It's because I suck at remembering to <laughs> promote the podcast. I always forget, even though it's my favorite part of the week. I know. I love doing the podcast. We do have a really good time. I was thinking that on the way over here. Like, I'm actually excited. Well, we get to we get to talk about a bunch of random things that we like, and it's it's not forced. Yeah. <gasps> what are we at? Wait, what are we at? What are we at? What are we at? Quarter of a million. What are we at? Seven hundred seventy-two thousand downloads. So we need two hundred and twenty-five thousand by tonight. <laughs> Two hundred and twenty-eight thousand. That's so awesome! I can't believe there's that many. To be honest, download. So download, 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 download. So yeah. Hey, guess what? This is a new episode. Shh, say your line. Okay. Hi, I'm your host Meredith from <laughs> That's Inappropriate, and I'm your host Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast right here will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, though. So any advice we give, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're talking... (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about an article that I recently... um, A a little uh, Facebook micro blog that I wrote that went viral... Uh, where I discussed my 10-year-old daughter playing store, and it talks about the importance of imaginative play. And I thought that would be a good topic for us to discuss. Um, There was also, we're going to touch on a mom's uh, PSA warning of the extreme dangers of vaping when her uh, 18-year-old almost died. And in Love and Marriage, we're going to talk about, I found 15 really funny tweets about what married sex is like. Awesome. And I can't wait to go through those because they were spot on. I haven't seen them yet. So They're he- be fun. hilarious. All right. So let's open the show with a mom fail moment. We're here because we've all struggled as moms and anyone who says they haven't is a big liar. And it is your turn. Oh, I wasn't prepared. We'll get there. 
Hashtag be better. Um, uh, okay. So Drew punished Chloe for something and sent her to timeout yesterday. And I went in there right behind her and told her that she wasn't really in trouble and that I love her so much and uh, let her out of timeout because I don't want them to ever feel sad. And I'm 99% sure that's not how you're supposed to do it. (laughs) But I don't like it when they're sad. I'm a, I'm a terrible mom is what it boils down to. Like I can't, I can't, I cannot enforce anything. I cannot follow through with anything. I can't, I just can't. What did Drew say when you did that? Well, we snuck. So he didn't know. So he still doesn't know that you went in and let her out of timeout and told her it's cool. No, no big NBD. No. Mm -mm. Later on, he said, what are you doing on timeout? I was like, Oh, I figured I let her out. Which is not a lie, because I did. I just didn't specify what time. (laughs) But I can't. I cannot follow through. I'm not good at punishing. I don't want them to be sad. And I'm telling you, that's a mom fail. Because in order for these kids to grow up and understand consequences and to understand, like, you know, repercussions and to have it hurt less later, they need to learn at a young age. But I just, I really, really struggle. Yeah, don't don't you think that you might be enabling the behavior that she had was doing prior to the timeout? A hundred and fifty And you logically know that, and yet you're, don't, you're just like, it doesn't matter, I just don't want her to feel sad. Yeah, like, but, no, it's, okay, when you say it like that, it oh, sounds bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But Chloe has a problem with listening and Kate, <laughs> go figure. Kaden has a lot of mental stuff going on, and I feel like he, the we need to go about it a different way rather than just punishment. And so, okay. which his dad doesn't always agree with, and so I feel like we need to get down to the brass tacks level. Don't brass tax meredith what does that mean you gotta get down to the brass tax no this That's is a- not the tea party 1771 <laughs> constitutional signing nobody what people get down to the brass tax 1776 go ahead anyway i um i just i'm really bad at punishing them i never want them to feel sad i always want them to be happy and i'm screwing them up and well, I know it, and I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to do. I, it's it's coming from a place of love, right? Which as, is like as, an enabling. As every enabler, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a toughie, um, and there's not enough time today to dissect <laughs> that. Don't think of it as a punishment. It's training. Training. That's good advice, actually. <laughs> He said, don't think of it as a punishment. Think of it as training, which is good advice. Well, and that's how I think about everything. Like when I, te- t- you know, when they grab something without saying thank you, I'm like, you know, use your manners or whatever. I think of it as training. I'm not trying to like just be a jerk and tell them what to do. I just, I think of it as training, but. And you need to remember that they, uh, they need to be, they have to, they need to know that when they make a poor choice that they, something a correction is going to occur and that it's okay to feel sad about that, but then they need to make the right choice next time to avoid being in that same situation. 
but you need to let them feel all of the feels, not just happy all the time. Why not? Because then, because then when they do feel sad, they're confused about why they feel sad and they don't understand that it's okay to ha- have those feelings. Like, right. you know that now as, as somebody who struggled with depression, you know that there are times that you're going to feel low and it's okay to feel and live in those feelings for a while. Yeah. But it's tough when it's, when it's your kids. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. It'll probably get easier when they get older. I mean, like to be, to punish them. <laughs> But right now they're just so freaking cute and they don't know anything. Yeah, well, the cute wears off. So don't worry. That yeah. will happen. Yeah. All right. So let's Did talk. Did somebody just fart? No, that's my dog. She's putting her, she likes to scratch at her bed. I think she thinks that she's making it fluffy. Oh, she's Fluffing cute. her pillow. Okay. We have a joke. Yes, we do. Why did the cookie go to the hospital? Uh, because he was sick. Yep. Stupid. No, because he felt crummy. Ew, that's terrible. It's so good. He felt crummy. And now I want a cookie. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right. So the other day we were at Sam's Club and I saw this play kitchen and my daughter is 10, but she absolutely loves to play grocery store and she loves to be a cashier. She loves to be a waitress. She loves to play all of these things. Right. Mm-hmm. But being 10 and, and on the cusp of going into middle school, I was torn. I was like, do I buy her this? Cause this is obviously a toy meant for like a child Chloe's age, right? A three, four, five year old. Mm-hmm. But I saw this and I thought to myself, she is going to love this. Like, I need to get this. And my husband was like, she's way too big. Mm. And so I bought her this and the smile. Oh, her Cheshire cat ear from ear to ear grin. And she was so excited and she was so happy. Really? It was amazing. And so I, I wrote this little, this little ditty that I put up on Facebook. <laughs> 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 I knew that would get you. I said, this is Sophia. Sophia is my 10-year-old daughter. This is her new supermarket play center. Some of you are going to comment that this is a small child's toy, and some of you will roll your eyes and say that my child is too big for this. To you, I say this. I love that my child gets excited to play kitchen, waitress, grocery store, and I will continue to promote as long as I can. I do not want her to grow up too soon. We live in an age of social media, and I think that kids have forgotten how to play with their imaginations. Our kids have trouble with critical thinking and logical thought because we don't put them in situations where they need to use those parts of their brain. My kids do not have social media right now. I want them to use those beautiful imaginations that they were given. I want them to create games and live in a fantasy world for as long as they can. And so I I continue on to just talk about how I remember growing up. That's don't do that with your hair. (laughs) Don't, don't do that. I remember constantly having to use my imagination to play as a kid. Yes. Yes. Think, think back. Yes. I miss those days so much. Coming up with games, coming up with your own rules, coming up with the characters, taking an old refrigerator box or some like whatever. And you're like building, you know, a a saloon or a whatever. I know I grew up in the wild west, Tiffany. I know. (laughs) But I'm just saying like, there is something to be said for training our kids brains to use those parts of it and not rely on a video game or a television show or a YouTube video or whatever. And I I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, it wasn't expensive, 
I bought the toy. She loves it. They're still playing with it nonstop. It's got a little microphone and a cash right. It beeps when you put the thing. There's a little scanner That's thing. Cute. And she has a blast with it. Mm-hmm. She comes into the, and she's she told me she was Instacart the other day. She's like, I'm here for your Instacart order. Aww. Tell me what you need. She went in. She she rang up the groceries. She brought me the bag. She handed them to me and told me to put my own shit away, basically. <laughs> she was like, take care of your groceries. I'm not doing that, too. Self-checkout. Huh? Self-checkout. But I thought... Whoa, wait, stop. We should all be teaching our kids about the importance of imaginative play. It got lost somewhere. Yeah. In like 2000 and I don't know. So what do you think? I think that I love that so much. Um, I remember back in the day, like my, <laughs> like really ridiculous, like even in the pools, you know, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it would be like, okay, I'm a mermaid and you're a mermaid and our family lives on the bottom of the pool. And when we jump in, we have to do two flips in order to make it through the entrance of the secret mermaid lair. And like with Barbies and like, I, I miss those days. And so when my kid who is eight comes to me and is like, I'm bored. And I'm like, well, why don't you create a village of trolls mm. that have to take over the empire? She's like, what is that? app what what's the matter yeah i agree i completely am 150 i mean i think it's great can i just say though that i think part of it boils down to us as parents like i can speak for myself when i say that sometimes i'm feeling lazy and i don't have like the willpower to help them figure out how to do that but if I like took the time to sit on the floor and be like, okay, you know, this is what we're going to do. And these, this is going to, cause they don't know all they've ever known is like tablets and screens. Yeah. But I, even that my kids don't really use that when they're home at all, when they're at their grandmother's, that's another story, but, but I miss it. And I love that Sophia is even interested in that. Oh, she, she's probably my most in terms of imaginative play, like she's, she makes up games and, um, she's just, she's, she's really good at that. My son, my oldest son wanted a TV for his room for the longest time. And we said no. So he took an old box and made a TV and printed out a picture of the Goldbergs and put it on the front and pretended it had like a clicker and everything. That's and I was so like, funny. what are you doing? He's like, I just made a TV for myself. Now I'm watching the Goldbergs. That's Click. so cute. I was like, Matthias, for the love. And he's like, what? I want a TV. So so what do you think we could do as parents? Like provide them with a, like go get craft stuff from the store? Like, I, Look, I'm not going to do a craft. Let's not go that far. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm going to become the craft mom or whatever, but there have been years where we have made our Halloween costumes and kind of been like, okay, you want to be this? Like a couple of years ago, my husband and my son made R2-D2 together. Um, there, there are definitely um, – t- I, I think what's what I'm – the point of what I was trying to get across was critical thinking is a skill that I think our kids are not getting. And then when they grow up and have to adult – they're missing all of these pieces. And that's why we have adults now who are still calling their parents to schedule their doctor's appointments. And they're saying, mom, go pick up my dry cleaning. And mom, go do this for me. And mom, go do do that for me. They're not able to go and do the simplest of tasks because their parents did a lot of this for them and they were not forced into this. this like Think about the fact that you had to reinvent yourself for, at what age? How old were you when you 
when you got out of jail and you were like, I have to start literally start over. Oh. I had to start my life over. Oh, I had to 28. reboot 28. I had to do a complete reboot at the age of 28. And you had to critically think that shit. Mm-hmm. Like you literally did. And to, and, and the, the point I'm getting at is at 28 years old, you reinvented yourself and you have been able to come out the other end successful and you're, and you're trying things and you're, and, and that, that took a lot of critical thinking, right? I worry for kids who don't have a good basis, what's going to happen when they face a major struggle? Because we're all going to face a major struggle. We're all going to have something that comes through our lives that will cause, whether it's an illness or an addiction or some sort of family drama or a job loss or whatever. And that will, and you have to be able to take that and then critically think that and figure out what you're going to do next. And I think that's super important for our kids. Absolutely. So I think parents should promote them to do things, imaginative play. Parents should promote um, not entertaining their kids and not filling their schedules with constant um, uh, constant um, activities. Like, you don't have to fill every hour of your kid's day and every hour of their schedule. Right. Like, it's fine, okay? Let them do, let them kind of be and figure things out. And I always say, like, when my kids are like, I'm bored, it's like, figure it out. Right. Figure it out. And right. it's not a TV, and it's not a laptop, and it's not a computer or a, a video game. Right. Figure it out. Or you just, like, throw all of their belongings away, mm-hmm. and they have no choice but mm-hmm. to become, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, self-sufficient. Yeah. I mean, I just – I I really worry. I truly – worry like when my kids swim in the pool they play the mermaid game all the time there's a show on tv i don't remember which streaming service is on but it's called h2o and h2o is a mermaid show and so sophia and brian pretend to be mermaids and mermen because he's a merman not a mermaid and they do the play these whole game all games and everything and this that and the other thing i just think it's important let them be bored that's what one of our viewers just said yeah uh, let them be bored. And I think you can, there's a lot of creativity in that space. And I think because of what I do for a living, I want to make sure that my kids can tap into that creative part of their brain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Our brains work differently, I think. Whose? Ours, like you and I, like with what we do for a living. I think our brains work a little bit differently in the creative space than I think a lot of people. Like my husband's brain is a very logic based step by step. This is a process. Yeah, it makes you makes you want to vomit a little. Every time somebody tries to talk to me about like important businessy adult things, my eyes literally get heavy. Like I'm not kidding. I'm not, I just I like power down. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so anyway, point of it was imaginative play is huge. Uh, let your kids be bored. Don't overschedule them. Let them figure things out. Critical thinking is so important. Um, and if you have an over- older child and you're still making their doctor's appointments, stop doing that. Do, I, do people really do that? Yes. Oh, yeah. That, so the teacher sent me a, a video the other day of Sophia in class. They all had to write up a, re- a weather report. And, you know, our my love of the weather 
And oh. so obviously that's been passed down to my daughter. So my, oh. so my daughter made this re- super in-depth weather report. And then she went up to the front of the class and delivered the weather as though she was on the local news. And the teacher videoed it and sent it to me. And she was like, she delivered the most magnificent weather report oh. I've ever seen. And I was like, yeah, yeah, good camera presence. I like it. I like it. I like it. But it's, you know, I think there's something to be said for letting our kids figure these things out. Yeah. You know? It was anyway. probably that freaking cashier thing. Yeah, I don't know that it was that, but I'm just That's saying what it was. I think there's a lot to be said for that. Okay. Mom's viral PSA warns of other extreme dangers of vaping after 18-year-old almost dies. But we're going to be sure not to mention um, the extreme dangers of smoking cigarettes. Okay, we could totally do a whole show about this because I am I am big about promoting health and wellness. This, the reason I pulled this story, because what I've noticed recently is there have been a lot of sudden illnesses with these with the vaping, where they're getting increasingly sick in a matter of weeks, weeks and days, and it's just like. Boom, my kid's in the hospital. Yeah, they're, well, they're newer products, so right. I knew it was only a matter of time before. Uh, yeah, so Piper Johnson was on her way to starting a new chapter in life when things took an unexpected and fatal turn, to potentially fatal turn. Two weeks ago, eighteen the 18-year-old embarked on a road trip with her parents to go to school in Chicago um, when she ended up feeling sick and went to the ER where she stayed, where she was admitted to the ICU and almost died. Piper became Colorado's first confirmed case of what is being called sudden and severe lung illness due to vaping. So this mom took to Facebook and she d- explained like everything that was going on with her kid. And what scares the crap out of me is how quickly these kids are going from a very healthy 18-year-old to needing to live with for the rest of their lives on oxygen tanks. Like, that's a legit thing that's happening right now. What? Yes. Kids are having to live on an oxygen tank? These kids are getting so sick from vaping that even though they're able to stop it once they stop, the, the effects and the damage on their lungs from the vaping are causing some of them to require oxygen and oxygen tanks for the rest of their lives. And they're like 18 years old. So as a parent and you did, did you share with your listeners and your followers and your people that I quit vaping? Yes. I think so. Did you talk about it at all? I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No, it's fine. Luckily we can edit this out. No, (laughs) no, there's no shame in anything. Okay. So, so you vaped for how long? Um, I'd say a couple of years, probably a couple of years. And did you vape to quit smoking? Because that seems to be what people are saying is the reason that they go to vaping, or at least that's how they're selling it. They're advertising it. I, I went to dip in Copenhagen to quit smoking and I dipped Copenhagen for a couple of years and then I decided to start vaping to quit dipping. Okay, but it did start with the tobacco product of the cigarettes. Yes. Okay, so it was cigarettes to dipping. Interesting choice. <laughs> um, I know people do it. Like a rhinestone cab. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, which, and then you went from that to the, the, vape, the vaping. Yes. A couple of questions. Sure. Did you use the flavored vaping? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The what, flavored vaping. I, the flavored fluid? 
Fla- the flavored fl- okay fluid is that what those pod yes. thingies are called okay next question do you think that because the other thing that these vape companies are coming under fire for is they're saying you're selling a nicotine product that's flavored like bubble gum do you really think that that's not targeted at kids mm, no i don't think so so flavoring this like grape kool-aid you don't think it's more Great appealing. Cooling. You don't think it's more appealing to a kid than tobacco? Than tobacco? Oh, well, maybe, possibly, but it's also more appealing to like the average human being because mm-hmm. if given a choice of a flavor profile of tobacco or warm cinnamon drizzle donut, like we're going to pick the donut. Right. But do you see how the donut is like the the hide and seek, but and then the tobacco is ha ha killed you. See how that happened? See how quick it was like donut, 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 lung death, die. Like so, my question, my what I'm saying is, I think I I think that these vaping companies who are promoting these products, I think definitely, um, I think that it definitely is more targeted towards the younger kids. I think the idea behind it was like, get them hooked, get them on this. It's got, it's, it's a flavored thing. They can pick and there's, and there has to be how many flavors. It must be endless. It is endless. Um, I always knew vaping to be a substitute for smoking cigarettes. So Mm -hmm. like, for example, in the recovery community, tons of people smoke cigarettes and tons of people vape, right? Because mm-hmm. we went from all doing drugs, like this is our one thing, is the smoking. Right. And so lot I, I saw over time, everybody started switching over to vaping because it's marketed as more healthy than cigarettes. All it has is the nicotine and the flavor, mm-hmm. um, whereas cigarettes have like 8,000 chemicals or right. something. And so... Um, so everybody's like, oh, well, this must be fine. You know, people are allowed to do it in buildings because it just evaporates, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, um, so I, I went to a pulmonologist person for a sleep study and she's like, do you smoke? And I said, no, um, but I vape. And she's like, so you smoke? And I'm like, no, I literally just said I vape. I don't smoke. And she's like, well, you're inhaling something into your lungs. So it's considered smoking. And that was when I was like, shit, like I started getting nervous. Cause then if you think about it, like what is happening when you inhale something like this? Well, and I don't think we know because vaping is so new. And I think that the things like we see this 18 year old mom who was like, I literally was talking to my daughter about when she was doing this because I kept telling her, do not vape, do not vape, do not vape. So what did she do? She went behind my back, purchased it, had been doing it. Um, for a couple of years. And now we're in the ICU where she can't breathe on her own. She's turning blue. She's on oxygen. Parents need to know how quickly my kid went from perfectly fine to on death's door. And she goes, at first, I didn't think I'd write about this because I was so ashamed that I, I let this slide under my radar and I didn't see it. She said, but if I don't talk about it, parents are not going to be looking for the signs. She's like, I smelled the, I smelled the, the scent of the, of the fluid, not realizing that that's what vapor smells like. Like it was a, the scented fruity, whatever, like bubble gummy. And she didn't realize that it was vaping. So is it or is it not true, though, just out of curiosity? Not that I'm defending it because I don't care. You know what I mean? But is it is wasn't it from a black market, unreputable source? That yes, this, it was. Yes, I believe so. And that's another thing that everybody's up in arms about, because it's just like if you were to go buy, 
you know, like food from some weird underground place and then mm-hmm. the food had bacteria and made mm-hmm. you sick. Mm-hmm. And so all the people who vape and stuff are like, well, yeah, she got sick because she got it from an unreputable source. Black market suppliers. Black market suppliers. Synthetic THC. So I'll read this portion of it. These devices are marketed to our children. They are designed to look like a USB flash drive or a regular pen. Some even look like Apple watches with tiny little pods that you pop out. They contain THC. Cute little refill refill bottles of gummy bear or blue raspberry liquid. The first e-cigarette hit the American market in 2007. And until 2016, any e-cig or ENDS electronic nicotine delivery system could freely enter the market without any pre-market approval um now there are regulations however kids are still purchasing these products on the black market um piper was released from the hospital a week ago um she was just weaned off steroids and we believe she we have saved her life uh but it was a very very scary time in our lives um she's expected to make a full recovery um and asked me to share her story so that other teenagers can hopefully make a better choice Her lung doctor told us he fears that we waited one more day. She may have been unresponsive or on a ventilator. All e-cigarette makers must submit apps to the FDA in the first 10 months, but given the fact that e-cigarettes or vaping has risen to 78% in high schools and 48% in middle schools, we can't afford to wait anymore. There must be more regulations on, on this. Do your research. So, look, it's, you know... People, people can smoke, people can vape, people can do whatever they want. You're putting a chemical into your body. Um, I would do my research is all I'm saying. And I would be, I would be paying attention to what's going on, especially with a product that's so new, uh, because you think, oh, well, 2007, it's like, that's not that long ago. And there's, and and we won't know the repercussions of this. I mean, for years, doctors told people it was healthy to smoke cigarettes. It'll be just fine until they realize all of the problems it was causing. Same with pills. Same with pills. Same. These are, you, you same with alcohol. You become dependent on these. That's literally how they marketed Oxycontin. Oh, opioids. Right. No, you'll be, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's everything is fine. And it's not. So, you know, and I think that the part of the problem is that they're telling you this is a good way to wean yourself off cigarettes and eventually, you know, you won't need this either or whatever, but it's, that's a slippery slope. You know, that's just my opinion on it. And I just worry because I feel like this is highly marketed to kids you know, they used to sell candy cigarettes. They don't sell those anymore because people were like, you cannot promote a candy cigarette and sell it to a kid and then tell me that that's not promoting and, and making smoking seem like it's super cool right. because it is. It's a can. It's literally a candy cigarette. So to me, it's like you're making a chemical that these kids, it's going to taste good and smell good and, and be yummy. They have Sour Patch flavors. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like my kids love Sour Patch Kids. I love Sour Patch Kids, but I'm just saying, like, that's definitely seems like this is driven towards children. So at middle school, they're getting confiscated in middle school. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. Where do these kids get money to buy these? I don't know where they're getting them or if they're taking them from parents or relatives or because you can't sound like they can go in and buy it. 14-year-old kid can't go in and buy that. Unless they buy it online in the black market. Right. I mean, I guess if they have... Why? I don't know how are you getting that. How are you ordering that? You have a credit card, kid. Yeah, 
Right. So I'm at, so I mean, there are definitely, there are a lot of questions True. that have to come into play because it's like, yeah, you can order it online, but somebody has to pay for it. Yeah. I don't understand. So I'm just, it's, that's my sound effect for that. It's got my head spinning is all I'm saying. I didn't have a good 1920s comeback for that one. I was just thinking about my vaping. Yeah. It's still fairly new that I quit, but like my whole thing was, it's not bad for you. It's a water vapor. You know what I mean? Like. I just chicken pecked my mic, <laughs> but yeah, I got it from a reputable source. So who knows? Well, but that's what I'm saying is I think it's unfair to tell you that this is a healthy option because it's, if you ask me, I think healthier is how. Okay. And to, if you ask me, I don't know that there's really much research that proves that that's actually a legitimate fact. I think. The fact that it's missing like 7,999 other chemicals is like what they're basing that off. Okay. Well, we're going to uh, agree to disagree on this one. I'm not saying you should. I'm just speaking in terms of facts. Yeah. I am neither, you know, for nor against vaping. How could I be, you know, because I've, I've done it. So I have no opinion about whether or not you should quit. I would never tell anybody, you know. I just, I think I just want people to make healthy choices, but you can yeah, also come at me right. and, and say to me, like, I drink alcohol. So, you know what I mean? Like well, I take I a was, chemical, it's a chemical. I was thinking like when you were talking and stuff about marketing to kids, like look at these cereal companies, they are, there's like 30 grams of sugar per bowl of cereal and they're making it bright colors and fun characters. And, right. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Like, here, you know, I don't know. Oh, I agree with you. Everyone's trying to kill us. Yeah. Basically. Basically. It's true. All of that is true. I couldn't agree with you more. So then do your research. That's a good do your research. That. That's do all. Research. That's what's what we're saying is do your research. Cause it is an important topic and it's obviously, um, Obviously, millions and millions of people are doing it. Millions and I millions. I know millions. that. About yeah, oh yeah. Schoolers and stuff. That's fun. All right. What do we got next? <laughs> Love and marriage is brought to you by Meredith and Tiffany because we are both spectacular wives. <laughs> Couldn't even get that lie out without choking. Oh. So in love and marriage, <laughs> so. If you if you're looking for a place to find really great parenting content, might I suggest www.filterreparents.com where you can get all of your parenting content needs from gro from birth from grove <laughs> from I was going to say grown to flown uh -oh. from birth to grown and flown. Uh, we cover we have an amazing group of writers who cover so many different stories and um, a couple of times a month we do a tweet roundup. And they're so freaking hilarious. So they scour Twitter for the best tweets about a topic. And so we did 15 funny tweets about what married sex is life. And it was the funniest. Like I just sat and died laughing as I was scrolling through this. We'll do memes. We'll do all sorts of stuff. But that's awesome. So what do, what do we have here? How do you want to do this? Do you want to like play different parts? Like you You give us the intro and then we'll read through them and we'll play different parts on the tweets. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. While you're dating, sex is t while you're dating, <laughs> while you're dating, sex is typically at the top of the list of things we love to do together. You've got the major hots for your partner. Everything feels new and exciting and you can't seem to get enough of each other. 
While dating, the desire for sex often trumps other pleasures, 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 such as eating, sleeping, etc. <laughs> Fast forward to married life. Sometimes things change. It's not that you've lost your chemistry by any means. Married life just brings lots of other distractions to your relationship. With bills to pay, kids to raise, your sex life can sometimes take a back seat when you're juggling the jinkin, juggling oh. all the things. <laughs> all right. So let's see. All right. So this tweet is from this guy named Josh. I'll play friend. Okay. Friend. Should I get married? Do you like sex? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> all right. It says one's going to translate as funny I hope, as they are. I hope so. Once you're married, being sexually spontaneous just requires more planning. So it says single me. We do it like rabbits. Married me. I submitted the proper request form, but haven't heard back. <laughs> you're the See, only I one who thinks they're funny. I think this is hilarious. Doesn't your, my husband says to me all the time. Can I put in a request? And it's like, yeah, but I don't know. That department doesn't meet for another month. Um, Henpecked Hal. I, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. It says, wife, I wish we still had sex like we did when we first started dating. Me. So like with other people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's not funny. That is funny. <laughs> That's funny. Your sex life can get a little stale if you let it, but at least you're exercising your mind, right? Married sex. Her. You breathe funny when, when you do that. Me. Just read your book. <laughs> no, this isn't working. <laughs> no, I'm getting these looks like this isn't working. I thought this was hilarious. I think it's one of those things where you have to like read it. Okay. I, I just laugh out loud when I see these things. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Fast and Furious is my favorite movie about married sex. He's fast and she's furious. <laughs> That's cute. No, this is dying. I slow and painful death. I died. I did. I bombed on this one. I'm sorry, guys. You did not. I didn't know. I didn't know. Hey, buddy is my code to my husband for no sex today. <laughs> These are fun. I just love watching you laugh at your own shit. <laughs> These aren't my jokes, though. These were just really great. These were just really great tweets. They are. Uh, like, look at this wife. Uh, I don't want to get out of bed husband if you stay in bed i'm gonna try to have sex with you wife me honey already at work <laughs> all right funny. sorry i won't do any more i thought these were hilarious are we laughing look you're killing it okay look it says you can still keep the passion flowing with some persistence what's well, that was kind of hard but all right yeah, we can try this one's a one-liner. Keep the flame alive by withholding sex until he puts away the pair of shoes that he's been that's, that have been sitting on the steps for two weeks. Keep the flame alive. That's how she keeps the flame alive. Read one and let's see if it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just put on fancy socks and a nightshirt with no food stains, so I can try to seduce my. Oh. Just put on a fan. Just put on fancy socks and a nightshirt with no food stains, so I can try to seduce my husband later. Like that was her being sexy. 87% of married sex starts with someone pausing house hunters. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. But they paused it. They should just fin like watch the show while you're doing it is what I'm saying. My wife and I just invented a new sex position called when was the last time you fucking washed the dishes? <laughs> Excuse my mouth. We have to put a warning on this. Yeah, that was funny though, see? Me, she sits on at the ready. The lioness prepares to devour her prey. 
No, you play wife. Wife, we are not having sex in furry costumes. <laughs> Me, a feisty lioness. <laughs> Taking a vacation together is ideal for getting away from it all. This one from Marriage and Martinis. If you've never been on vacation with your spouse and said, let's just have sex now so we don't have to worry about having it later, then are you aren't even married. Oh, my God. How true is that? So true. Because then you can nap and, like, enjoy the rest of your day. I don't go on vacations. I just feel like that in general. Well, yeah. I actually, if we could have sex the first part of the day... And then I could just watch Interrupted House Hunters or whatever at night. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Like, uninterrupted. Don't, don't interrupt me while I'm streaming Netflix or Hulu. And don't be mad if I won't pause the show. Right? Or is that wrong? I was Sorry, I was reading. Oh. Trying desperately to find a funny one. <gasps> These are hilarious. I'm just kidding. My wife and I are at an age where morning sex only happens if both of us have had a good night's sleep and don't have to go to work afterwards. Morning sex never, ever, ever happens. No? No. I don't even like morning talk oh. or eye contact. Morning eye contact is out. Yeah. Don't look me in my face. Don't even. What do you, who do you think you are, Sting? Did you know that? He has a rider anytime he goes somewhere that says you can't look at him directly in his face. Yeah, right. You have to look away. No way. You have to avert your gaze. That's hilarious. That's It's in his rider. Like when he does a concert or whatever, employees must not look him directly in the face. That's insane. It's a random fact, I know. Sex, how about more realistic marriage goals, like making it to bed or even on the same couch before collapsing in a battle-weary heap? <laughs> All right, fail. Sorry, guys. It was I thought fail. it was One I of thought us it had was... a great time. <laughs> might like married sex. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was funny. That was a joke. That was good. That was a good one. That saved it. I... <laughs> Sorry. Look. Just turn around. People are talking about their married sex. Yeah, just turn around so you can watch TV. You finish. You do you, boo. I really want to take a nap here. I'm so tired. <laughs> so any Hoozle McToozle. At your house, I mean. Oh, okay. I have such a far drive, and I'm so tired. Oh, it's not that far. All right. Well, I won't do tweet roundups anymore on the podcast, um, but you should go to www.filterfreeparents.com if you'd like to read one of our tweet roundups or any one of our other amazing articles about parenting, marriage, motherhood, life, and all of that jazzy crap. So join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you more than you know. Oh, yeah. I do. I can't speak for Meredith, but I I enjoy your company. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. No, she's not. Love your faces. She doesn't have a soul. I don't. I don't. Bye. Bye. Look, people have said they laughed out loud. At you. They were laughing at you. It was funny.